Well, hello there, my friend. Welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Message. My name is Jonathan Doyle. It is 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm here in the studio because I've just got off a bunch of uh, Zoom calls to the U.S. I'm so excited. My first big U.S. tour is uh, getting on the way on September 5. So I think this morning we just booked in Fresno in California. So I am going to be everywhere. I'm going to be in St. Louis, Oklahoma, Portland, uh, California, uh, Ohio, uh, Maine. It's going to be awesome. So if you're watching this and you are in the U.S., reach out because I've still got a couple of clear days that I could come and do some stuff for you. Um, if you're a new viewer, please, or listener, please make sure you've subscribed. Hit the subscribe links here wherever you are. If you're watching on YouTube or you're on the podcast version, please make sure you have subscribed and then go and check out all these links, right? I want to give you something very simple today. I, <laughs> many years ago, a friend said to me, Jonathan, talking to you is like talking to the last book you read. Uh, it's true. I'm a huge reader, a voracious reader. And so I get really enamored of ideas. And this is one of the beautiful things about how the Holy Spirit works with all of us vocationally. I get jazzed on ideas, deep philosophical ideas. So yesterday I spent about, I'm working through Carl Truman's crucial book, The, um, the Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self. And I'm working through um, you know, the late 18th century, Jean-Jacques Rousseau and how he influenced the British Romantic poets and how that shaped the ideologies that affect the modern world. Just light and airy stuff like that. So I love that stuff. I get really jazzed on it. And, um, and I'm sharing that because the Holy Spirit works with all of us in these particular ways. So you may not be into that, but you'll be into something else. So pay attention to the things that give you life and energy as a Catholic educator, because that is how the Holy Spirit wants to use you in building the kingdom of God. Now, I want to give you a quick insight today. One of the things that's coming through the reading that I'm doing, I've got a major keynote that I'm giving on a very challenging topic for Catholic education. And the reading I'm doing is, is really about the way that ideas get shaped over time and the ideas that we have about what it means to be human and how that affects schools and the ideologies that are impacting schools. They don't come out of nowhere. And one of the ways you express this is, um, I think I mentioned this the other day, is that, you know, the French Revolution was not the cause of the French Revolution. No historical event is the cause of itself, right? There's a whole bunch of precursors, a whole bunch of antecedent factors that lead up to it. So what I want to share with you is a theory from the, um, the philosopher and historian Philip Reef, who talks about first world, second world, and third world culture. Now, when you hear that, he doesn't mean like when you hear first world, like the developed world, the Western world, sort of, it's the exact opposite. First world, second world, third world. We're living in a third world culture. I'll explain what it means. Really simply, it's just this. First world cultures are kind of the pagan cultures that existed before Christianity or the other major world religions. So you can think back to the ancient Greeks and, you know, the gods of Olympus. Now, these were essentially pagan cultures, but they believed that there was a transcendent order of being, right? So that, yes, um, they were pagans, but they believed in divine forces shaping morality and shaping society and shaping how we lived and ethics and all that stuff. Then you come to second world cultures, which are like Christian cultures where the, the God moves from being pantheistic to being personal, right? So we get a personal God, self-revelation, and we get divine scriptures and those scriptures become the basis for kind of the moral ethical order. So we understand ourselves, our legal systems through this idea of a transcendent divine lens. One way to think about this is even still in our society today, if you're in a law court, you often swear on a divine text, usually the Bible. And it's funny to notice that, right? If people put their hand on the Bible and they're 
They're swearing to tell the truth. The symbology of that is simply that they are placing themselves under the witness and accountability of something beyond themselves, of, of a divine order. So very simply, second world cultures are cultures like Christian cultures that believe in a specific God of revelation with sacred texts that shape how we construct our society. Last point, third world cultures is where we are now, which have completely rejected the idea of a transcendent order and believe that all reference points that are to be found in the individual self. So you can see that what that might mean for ethics, for the legal system, for commerce, for public life, right? If we lose that transcendent order. And the reason I'm sharing this with you on the Catholic Teacher Somewhat Daily podcast and video is I want to remind us that as Catholic educators, we are embedded in this second world culture. We're embedded in this vision of reality that we are not the sole arbiters of truth, that we are not the reference point for what is always true, right, or good. We are not that reference point. We refer to something beyond ourselves, which has a claim upon us and a claim upon our ethics, our actions, our behaviors, our morality and how we see the world. So what you are going to find we are all living through right now is a clash between second world and third world cultures existing in the same culture. So most of the big ticket problems and challenges you're facing in Catholic education around human sexuality, identity, relationships are really clashes around second and third world cultures, visions of reality. So I would say that what we need to do is press deeply, consistently, and passionately into our second world culture, into our deep belief in the God of the Bible, in his son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As I reflected on my reading during the week, I just went, you know what I'm going to do? I don't like the idea that I'm the reference point for all truth and reality. I'm thinking I'm a pretty good guy, but I wouldn't trust myself to run the cosmos. <laughs> I wouldn't trust myself to run a cake stand sometimes. So I'm like, I'm going to put my faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm going to put my faith and trust in the church that he established and the spirit that he promised to give that church that would sustain it throughout the ages. So I think really that's the dividing line. And that's the question that every Catholic educator, either consciously, unconsciously, directly or indirectly needs to resolve. You are either going to place your allegiance and faith in the Lord God Almighty and the church he established, or you're going to place it in something else. No one can make that decision for you. But the kinds of Catholic schools that we are going to end up with in these tumultuous times are going to be schools that have resolved that question. And trust me, you don't get to not resolve it. If you don't resolve it, you are just going to get run over by liquid modernity. You are just going to get run over by a secular agenda that frankly doesn't give a damn about what you think or feel or believe and just wants you to be an obedient slave to the current secular modernity sort of thought bubble that emerges from the corporatist Hollywood think tank every few weeks in some new form of entertainment. Long sentence, wasn't it? So let's stand, friends. Let's stand. Let's begin to press deeply into our faith. Let's seek to become more like Christ. Let's put our faith in him. That's the risk I'm taking. I have had a good look at third world culture. I've come to understand it intellectually, philosophically, 
and I don't like what I see. I don't. I'm not. And some of you might be listening going, well, are you talking about some Catholic triumphalist vision of a golden past that never existed? No, we are all sinners. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. But that doesn't mean that I'm putting my faith in myself. I'm going to put my faith. All right. There's a lot to think about there. But all I'm really saying is this is not a time to be lukewarm. This is a time to live what you say you believe and to live it graciously, pastorally. I always say we're not beating anybody over the head. We're not getting into some rigorous idea of, you know, some Catholic absolutism. Just going to be faithful disciples of Jesus Church, whatever that cost may be. All right. God bless you. I'd love you to share this with people if it's useful. Uh, go check out all the links. Instagram. I like Instagram. I know I shouldn't, but I do. And I put stuff on there every day and it's pretty fun. So go and check it out. Uh, my new website is up. So go if you want to book me to speak, go and check that out. God bless you, everybody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Kind of Somewhat Daily Message. I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.